You're listening to FamCast, the For All Mankind podcast, with your hosts, the competitive spirit, Trey Simpson, our own devil's advocate, Tim Weber, and the hopelessly optimistic, Trevor Jorgensen. This is FamCast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 90. Resident Evil Village came out just a few days ago, but here we are. We have it fully beaten. I guess I shouldn't say fully. I guess we we haven't done all the all the little things, but we have it beaten nonetheless. Some of us on easier difficulties than others. I won't I won't say who. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, it, it was me. I, I, I played on casual. Um, so we need to we need to talk about some things because it's it's only been out for a couple days. There are some people that, um, you know, still haven't beat it. So just to get it out of the way right here, we're going to be talking about spoilers. So if you haven't beat it yet and you don't want spoilers, save this one for later uh, because it's still stuff you're going to uh, you're going to want to hear once you beat it, because you're going to have some questions just like we did, I'm sure. Um, but with that, Tim, you I mean, you're the RE master. You're you're our Resident Evil guru. What, what did you what did you think going into this game and how do you feel now that you have beat it? Let's start there. So as I said several times during all our podcasts, all the things we've done, I was excited for the game, but I was really fearful of the direction it was going. Um, Seven was so good and I saw this and everything coming up with us getting werewolves and vampire lady things. And like, I'm just like, what's happening? What is what what they're they're either a really stretching, not coming up with their own idea. I was very fearful, right? I was hopeful, but I was fearful. Um, after completing it, I can very easily say I am satisfied at least at what I've seen so far. They Capcom has done really really well. Um, Seven was great, and I think this at least story wise is on par, if not a little bit better, just because of how well. Not only do we get connections to Seven and how it connects. We get a few tidbits of connections to the series as a whole, which to me was super nice. Yeah, and I I agree with that too. I know I'm not a as much of a, a super fan as you cuz I I haven't played all the games, but I I've always been really fascinated with the story. I think it is just a, a really cool um I, I guess just story throughout the the past 20 20 years that uh you know this franchise has been around 20 or 25. Uh, I think 25. I think, they had I think it is 25 this year. Anniversary, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 25. Because I think oh. uh, it was two, 1996 was OG. Oh, uh, yep. Yep, that makes sense. Um, but e- even as a, you know, as a novice Resident Evil player, seeing those connections that, you know, we'll we'll dive deeper into was really mm-hmm. exciting. It, um, It's, you know, you're, it, it's kind of this giant climax, right? That you start out with seven with so many questions and at least, sorry, you start off with Village, so Resident Evil 8, Village. Um, we'll, we'll keep those interchangeable just for the sake of um, having this make sense. Um, right. But I feel like you're you're kind of in the dark for the majority of the game. Um, you yeah. get like little tidbits throughout, but you still don't know the kind of the overall direction until um, kind of until that, that big turning point um, with the, the big boss fight, which again, we can we can dive into later. Um but yeah, I, me personally, I think I would consider this better than than seven, or at least I enjoyed it more. I 
I think seven was a great um, testing ground. You know, they they tried a, a lot of things that were brand new, right? It was a completely different um, environment, um, you know, down in Louisiana uh, with a completely different cast of characters uh, other than, you know, Chris's cameo at the end. No real uh, connection to the uh, the other games. And it right. was all in first person. So right. it was just so, so different than the others. But like I kind of like what you were saying, Village really ties it all together and makes this all cohesive. Like, I feel like we're we're kind of back home now. We've right. we've told at least we're. Yeah, we've told the story of Ethan Winters, which has helped kind of expand the the Resident Evil universe in a way. Right. Um, so I'll, I've, I've kind of rambled a bit here. I'll kick it over to you, Tim. So story wise, what, what implications to the, the resident evil franchise does, does village have, um, and feel free to go into, you know, any spoilers we we've already given the disclaimer. So go wild. So, so my favorite piece, my favorite piece from the game easily hands down is the letter from Spencer to Miranda, right? Which that letter has to date and i was kind of looking at some things i mean it has to date in like the 1960s something like that i mean it's an old 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 letter because even it's even it talks about how it's been 15 years since he since spencer worked with with uh miranda right so that paper to me was was super important for a few things one it it pre, it means the what how do you say that i always have the worst time saying was it mesomites am i even close what how, oh, how do you mega, know how to say it mega my site i think mega my site whatever that the new thing predates um the t virus and everything quite, by quite a bit right so um and i don't so spencer talked to her was working under her it almost sounds like or at least as a student learning from her right because uh, miranda has been around for a very long time, at least into the 1800s from, from what I've gathered information wise, if not to, longer. Yeah. To give you a little, I guess maybe a little more context. So her daughter died of, and maybe we're, maybe we're diving too far into it. Maybe we need to back up a bit and give people some context. Um, so Miranda's daughter died of uh, the Spanish flu, which that pandemic took place in 1918. Right. Okay. So we know right. her daughter's at least dead uh, around that time. So, Maybe let's say 1920s at the latest. Right. So, so basically mother Miranda, her daughter died and she was basically willing to do anything to get her back. Right. Which led her to find the mess of Mesa mites, mega my site, mega my site. I'm never going to pronounce it right. Just yeah. so you know, it's one of those things, mega my site. So yeah. that's what led her to find this basically mega my site, which more or less winds up being a hive mind. Um, and it's how the, it's where the mold come from, uh, from Resident Evil 7. So we find out that that's the responsible for that. And basically she, this whole time, uh, I, I assume she got her ability, her quote unquote everlasting life through, through it, right? That would be the understanding is how she yeah. became her. And she was using it to find a vessel to save her daughter, Right. Uh, now, through doing so, she's through her research. I mean, she's a very intelligent person. She has found several different things like, you know, most most vessels quote become 
lichens or or something else right so not every vessel winds up reacting to it the same much like how the you know the different viruses that spencer and them create doesn't always affect the same person the same way right depending on the host depending on how well they t they come to it will depend on what happens to the them, reaction right? So, yeah. right so stronger people like uh like your tall like the tall van i can never even names tall vampire lady um lady dimitris yeah, Lady Demetrice had a better reaction than than others did. Um, uh, Heisenberg actually had a very positive reaction to it. Um, so, so in doing so, the, and but but even they were all just pawns, I guess you can Stepping say. Stepping stones. To try, yeah, to try to find um, a vessel for her daughter's soul her daughter's consciousness is i think what they said they can restore they can they, they basically found out through the mega mice my sites right yeah <laughs> that they can store her consciousness and put it into a vessel that hence her trying to save her daughter's life yeah almost. and i i thought that was pretty interesting that this this mega my site is um, it, it's some sort of fungal growth, right? And she, Miranda just happened to stumble upon it in a cave. And I think that's how she describes it in her notes. She just happens to discover it. Um, and it collects the consciousness of dead people, um, which is where in the game you see Ethan. Ethan actually shows up in that consciousness with uh, Evelyn. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And she's like, you're here because you're dead. Like that's... Which was amazing, by the way. That whole thing was like when I saw that little girl, I was like, oh my God, is that Evelyn? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was like, that whole thing yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's in that, I mean, that's a whole nother section that we'll get in, into for yeah. sure. Cause that, that was pretty, that was pretty wild. Um, but yeah, the, the mega my site is still kind of a mystery to me. Like I, I know it's this fungal growth. I know it, yep. like you said, I, I think hive mind is a great explanation for it. Um, but how Miranda was able to control it instead of it controlling her was kind of interesting, I guess. Like I, well, did it though? Did she, or did it let her? Because sure. if you're, if you're this fungal thing, right. And you have no interaction with anything. No one's found you in a while. Your best. I mean, I'm just thinking like as an intelligent being, I guess would, if, if you show this person this power that they can have, you, they desperately need to save their life. Yeah. You're not so much control, letting her control you as much as you're letting her get you what you want. Yeah. Yep. That That's how I at least thought of it when yeah. it came to something like For that. For sure. Right. Yep. Um, now clearly she had some kind of control over something right? like, or it, it was, it was protecting her by letting her control yes. it. Like, you know what I mean? Like yep. it, it's a, it was whole a mutual, thing. there was a mutual benefit there. Correct. So, so that was, that's my understanding of how, how it went. And, and at some point in time during this, and I'm trying to, and, and, and it's been a few days, I'm still trying to put the pieces together. So anybody out there, feel free, please either tell me what you're thinking, correct me if you see me being wrong anywhere. I, I'm here for the lore and the love of it. So let me know. Yeah. Um, Spencer clearly found, found out about it, uh, whether she reached out to him because she's still trying to get help. She's still trying to do these things to save her daughter. So I don't know if she reached out to him. Or he reached out to her because somehow they found each other, though, more or less, right? And he started learning under her about this, yep. right? Because Spencer, as we know, he is trying to play God in the sense of he's trying to manipulate mankind's evolution. As to where, like, Wesker was trying to be a God, 
Spencer was trying to play God. And I feel like that's very different. I feel like those two are very different things. You can play God without trying to become a God. Wesker wanted to become a God and control the world. Very, very, in my opinion, different things, right? That's Not that pretty, one's better it's, than the other. It's a little murky, but yeah, I, I but, but see like, yeah, it's, like Spencer could, Spencer wanted to manipulate the human evolution. He didn't necessarily want to become this almighty powerful yeah. being. As yeah. to where Wesker wanted to become the almighty powerful being a god. Yeah, it's um, you're looking at all for one versus one for all, you know? Right. Not that either one's good for anybody, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not, not that either of them are good things, um, but differences. And that's why Spencer, you know, did what he did. And he also, and he made a very big point, and I like this. This is, this is something I was a big fan of, to basically cut ties with her saying, look, I think I'm going to go this route because I think a virus is going to be easier to spread, which is also why we don't see the mold everywhere as it is. We don't see them. Basically, this is the reason we're seeing them for the quote unquote first time is it just now got, I mean, it's to Louisiana and that's about it. Yeah. Right. Which is, which is probably where, where Chris from Resident Evil seven first found about it or, or knows about it. He found it like this thing popped up Louisiana, all these reports, all this new stuff. So that's why he um, was him and his team, which apparently he's not working for the BSAA anymore. Um, that was going to be a which, question. When we, so we don't know exactly when he split ties with BSAA, correct? There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot about Chris. We still don't know that we still, everybody I'm sure wants more answers to. We got a couple things like we picked up on a few things or you can at least assume a few things, but we don't have hardcore answers yet. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with it for the simple fact that this was more of the winter story. This was more Ethan, Mia, Rose's story. And I'm hoping we either get DLC that'll maybe answer some of those questions about Chris or just let's get us Resident Evil 9. Yeah. <laughs> and cause, cause he's, he's going to that BSAA. He is not happy. Yeah. Um, but so back to, to more Spencer stuff we can Miranda. get into later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. So Spencer and Miranda cut ties or well, Spencer cut ties from Miranda, whether, and, and he says it's because he finds more value and speediness of a virus versus what she showed him. And I mean, Spencer is a smart person, so I'm not saying he's wrong, but he also could have seen a greater danger and something that he didn't want to mess with when it came to this. Yeah. It, and it was also a, um, uh, they they wanted different things from this yes. uh, to where, like you said, he wanted to, uh, you know, this uh, he wanted to guide mankind's evolution, where she was very um, she had this uh, single minded focus on. I don't care. I just want to save my daughter. Like, I right. really don't give a shit about anything else. My daughter's the only thing that matters. And he saw that he's like, yeah, I want bigger things for this. Like, correct. You know, best of luck to you. But this is this is the path I'm going. Right. This isn't going to help me in the case I need to, but good luck for you. And I do appreciate, you know, all the teachings I've learned uh, to the extent to where I'm going to use uh, the families, the the, the symbol that, you know, was discovered there uh, as our symbol for our company that I'm going to rightfully name Umbrella, which is. Now we know the evolution of where we got the symbol of Umbrella. Yeah. um, Which was really cool. That was. And I because I thought even seeing like this. Like even months ago, you know, we're seeing the trailers and we see the umbrella logo and it's on all these, all this, like these ancient murals and these pedestals. And I'm like, this is way before Spencer. So we're, we're going to see either like the origins of, uh, of umbrella, um, 
like how Umbrella like truly started, or we're going to find out that like stuff happened before Spencer, right? Correct. Um, and I, it's very interesting that um, I don't know how it all came together. You know, these these four bloodlines had this logo for the umbrella, and like you said, that's where they got the idea. I, I think it's a very cool way to spin that. Um, and even even in Miranda's or sorry, in Spencer's letter. I, the way that he was writing for a second, I thought it was going to end. Like, I thought they were lovers for a moment. And I was like, oh, oh. were they like husband and wife for a while? Like, what the heck? Do they have that some like cheesy? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Like now we're just taking the connections to a completely different level. Right. Um, but no, they were just uh teacher and student. Yeah. I thought, I thought they did that. They handled that pretty, pretty well, especially, yeah. I mean, considering how young Spencer was when he worked under her. I mean, I mean, the dude's intelligent. I mean, look at what he's done. So he's definitely smart enough to know what he's doing, whether it's knowing that what she was doing wasn't going to help his progress. And it probably wasn't again, because if you look at the spread of what she has, it did. I mean, not only was it not very good, but it didn't do anything beneficial at all, period, other than make monsters. Right. The, I mean, I mean the closest thing to anything, I guess would be Evelyn. And even she was, something else entirely but she also aged too quickly you know yeah. she had an aging process which which caused a lot of issues um and which at that point yeah no I, um, I was just gonna say the the evelyn connection was interesting because in like you just kind of know her as a like a bow in seven like it's just this like, child bow and I, to my knowledge i don't think we really got a whole a whole lot more than that other than she was being transported and mia was kind of like her handler her handler. um yep. But, you know, in this one, we find out that it's actually a like, I, I guess, for a lack of a better term, like a defective clone of Miranda's daughter, Ava. Like, so basically, it just wasn't it wasn't 100 percent her daughter. Um, the vessel was not. What? How did how did Miranda always say to everybody? The vessel was not not like a compatible vessel, or compatible. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I'm trying to remember and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I, 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 I swear I read something in a letter in a something that. Someone reached out to Miranda about what she was doing and or vice versa. Miranda reached out to them and gave a sample of the the mega mycites, whatever. And that's how Evelyn got created because someone yes, reached out yes, to you're her. Right. Um, um, they basically offered like, hey, you know, we want to try and help save your daughter. Correct. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yep. That's not what they wanted to do. But, you know, yeah. that's how if that's how you if that's what has to be said to get what you need. That's what has to be said to get what you need. Yep. Um, because there are more. I mean, you got to remember Umbrella broke down. When was Code Veronica? It broke down a long time ago, well before Resident Evil 7 took place. Right. And Evelyn was created well after the the Umbrella, the original Umbrella was yeah. gone. So it wasn't Umbrella. Uh, so whatever BOW network was trying to help her out, I mean, created Evelyn more or less, right? Which Mia was, of course, working for. Um, which brings us to an interesting point about that whole thing. I was absolutely mind mind blown and like was just wow when I was found out that Ethan died at the beginning of Resident Evil 7. Yeah absolutely blew my mind and i was so happy because i didn't see it coming yeah. and it makes sense everything makes sense now there's no more joking about oh just staple your hand together it's all it makes everything makes sense with him yeah. and why he is the way that he is and i yeah 100 because i think in seven you know there were a lot of jokes like oh yeah he just cut off his hand and stapled it back on and oh the fluid no just problem. makes everything better um right. but then in this one it kind of went 
like it went a lot further because a, a lot happens to him. He gets, you know, those those two fingers bit off. Then he right gets, away. Yeah, like, yeah, right off the bat. He gets his entire right hand cut off that he proceeds to <laughs> grab, put back on. And my favorite part of that, when he puts the liquid back on, it sews his jacket sleeve back together as well. And I was like, okay, now we're just, now we're getting into that Capcom goofiness, Um, which wasn't like, it didn't break the game for me or whatever, but I was like, okay, now we're getting a little goofy. Um, Right. So like you said, it does make sense because you see him take that giant fall from the tower. Um, A a lot happens, or or even the hooks, taking him down from the hooks. Oh, that was well, and, and think about it in Resident Evil, even in Resident Evil 7, yeah. if you messed up during the beginning of the game and Jack caught you, he chopped your leg off with a shovel. Yeah. Like straight yeah. up, hoof. Yep. Um, so like he, and I've said it several times while I was playing 8, like this man has taken more beatings and I've yeah. never seen a man get, I've never seen somebody get brutalized as much as him that's actually part of the story. Because there's a difference between you playing and you just getting attacked and stuff yeah, happening. That's for not sure. supposed to happen, but it happens, right? Versus, yeah. no, this man legit is getting wrecked in yes. the game. Yep. He got his heart torn out. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he legit got his heart torn out. And I, man, I honestly, I was, I applauded them because I thought he was dead for sure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, they just killed off Ethan. Touche. Like, well done. Yeah. Um, but it it led into why Ethan was the way that he is, and he's and, a, I mean he's a molded. And Mia's the one that that she Mia knew this the whole time. She's a molded too. I don't care what anything says. I guarantee she's a mold. Guarantee it. Think about it. She, how many times was she infected? Okay, very first thing to think about. You're playing as Ethan in seven, right? Yeah. First time you see Maya, she tries to attack you. How do Mia. you stop her from attacking you? You kill her. You kill her. She's a molded. Convince me otherwise. Because she also clearly had a child with Ethan, which, in my opinion, is something that they wanted to do because you have now molded Ethan, molded Mia, the perfect combination to make a vessel using this stuff for what she wants, right? Yeah. Which is also why Rose can be taken apart, literally taken apart, and like why everybody's so scared of Rose is because she is literally the birth product of that yeah it so uh, i'll try and i've got a few things that i want to bring up so i i guess first uh um because they they mentioned rose being broke up into the the four parts and she crystallizes like it's these white crystals that you see throughout the game like you at one point you see a huge cavern of these crystals and you collect the fragments like all throughout the game too right Mm. but in seven i think it was in the dlc it was the I forget it's who, Zoe, right? Yeah, it was the Zoe DLC that involves those crystals as well. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any insight there as far as the I significance? Think, so, I think the crystallization is how it, it's like a it's like a preserving aspect of, of the virus, or not? It's not a virus of the the fungal, whatever you yeah, want to call it fungus, itself, right? Yeah. Um, I I think that's a big part of it because I think that's one of the reasons Zoe winds up living uh, in the DLC, which I'm pretty sure that's canon. I'm pretty sure the Zoe DLC is canon. Um, so I, I think it's, and I could be wrong. I don't know if there was any scientific method about it uh, in anything I read. Um, but I I think it's just some kind of preserving aspect of it. Um, okay. As much as it can. It doesn't always work, I'm sure. Um, but that's my guess. That's why she can live separated. Zoe, or not Zoe, uh, uh, Rose can live separated because it's preserving... Th- her body ish right and and her consciousness is clearly 
in the hive mind of things. And that's why her body can be separated and do whatever to, because her consciousness is there. Right. True. Um, which is very crazy to think about, especially when it comes to like someone like Ethan, who's, who died in Resident Evil seven. He's clearly a, I think the reason Mia says that he's special um, is not so much just because of his body, but it was because he could, um, I'm going to pull something and it's going to be crazy and no one's going to get the reference, but me. Okay. So just hear me out. Well, you might get it. So full metal alchemist. Okay. Brotherhood there towards the end. Um, there's a scene where you have pride having a, basically a conversation inside of his head with Kimberly. Right. And they make a point in staying, stating that how can Kimberly, uh, keep his, 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 his self more or less his, his own self, when he's surrounded by tons of soul, like you shouldn't be able to, like, it's like a hive mind, right? Same kind of, con- same kind of concept with Ethan here. Like he's special because he can, he, he can, he can separate himself from the hive in terms of his consciousness. Sure. But he doesn't necessarily realize that's what he's doing, but he can, which is why, which is why he's always there. Right. Which is why he's always, whether it's because in seven, it was all about finding Mia and that's what drove him to make sure like he kept that consciousness. Yeah. And now in, in eight, it was, it was Rose, you know, he had a driving force that allowed him to keep his self. Keeps that, him grounded. Yes. That other people just don't have that. The people in the village just don't have that, you know, that's just, that's just how that is. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the same thing with like the, uh, the, 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 the girls and the, the, that become flies, mm-hmm. right? That, that whole thing is a whole weird aspect in and of itself. Um, I'm pretty sure they didn't keep themselves. I'm pretty sure they're dead. That is just the hive at that point, um, be, just because of how they they are, how they are. Um, but I think that's what makes Ethan special. I think of all the things, when Mia's talking about he's special, it's not just because, oh, he can't quote-unquote die. It's because he's he's so strong-willed that he can separate himself from the hive itself. And and the reason I keep saying hive is they bring that up. They bring up a point of stating that yeah. this mega whatever is essentially one nervous system yeah. hive mind. Yeah, that controls absolutely. everything. Kind of like uh, if I don't know if you ever played Resident Evil Four, um, and a little bit of this is in Resident Evil Five, Las Plagas, um, which is what Sadler uses to control the villagers and everybody in Resident Evil Four. Um, it's the same kind of concept, but n- n- I don't think like as to where they were controlled by Sadler itself via the Plaga itself. Mm-hmm. I don't think Miranda is necessarily controlling them. I mean, she might have something, but I don't think she's necessarily controlling them because if if she was she wouldn't have to like kill this person here and there and whatnot. Right. Sure. Um, it's more of the hive mind frame. Okay. Whoosh. <laughs> right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's the, I, I will say one other thing about Ethan that it just seems odd and maybe it just ties into what you just said. Like, wouldn't this man like, I don't know, question something like if he thinks that he's, he doesn't know that he died. Right. He has no idea that he died and that he's a molded, but still like getting your hand cut off and just like putting it back. Like, don't you have some sort of idea? Like, okay, maybe something's off about me. Maybe something's not right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's definitely like, that could easily be just a simple plot hole that, you know, is. And, and I, and I, sorry, I don't want to just like, keeps saying like, Oh, this is a plot hole. This is a plot hole. You're fine. But also how does Mia, how does Mia even know that Ethan is a molded? Like, how does she have the secret about him? 
because I think she knows because she is one because she, remember how many times Evelyn was in her head. Mm-hmm. She she knows a lot more about this primarily probably because of Evelyn. I mean, Evelyn's the whole reason that um, Ethan knows. Yeah. Like Evelyn tells Ethan, right? Like, yeah. hey, dummy, don't you know? Don't you remember? Yeah. You know, you're dead, 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 dead. Like she was, that was amazing scene, by the way. It was, I it was very scene. good. Um, just to see her again was great. And because like, yes, her body's dead because of, I mean, before us destroying it, it just shows it's the consciousness. Yes. That matters. Yeah. The consciousness right? like, so that, is that's, there. that's where it's all about is that consciousness. And I think Mia knows because Evelyn knows because Evelyn I mean, Mia again. Mia is a molded. I don't care. Mia is absolutely a molded. Like, do you do you agree with me on that no, end I, of it? Yeah, or? I mean, it, the logic. I mean, when I say logic, it, logic as far as you know, a, a zombie game can go. But yeah, it makes sense. I I definitely see the where that could be the um, case. So, and I think that's also part of the high hive mind mentality is like Mia knows because she's part of that hive mind. Okay. Like, and now. Right. Uh, as far as Ethan not questioning it, that is a good question. I absolutely agree. Like if I chopped my hand off, I was like, all right, well, we're good. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be like, that's probably not normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and especially within like, I know they'd say they didn't like to talk about it. And Ethan apparently tried to keep talking about it within that two year span of, of yeah. them living in Europe. Um, you know, I would get the fact that like, okay, during Resident Evil 7, you don't really care. Like, yeah, you might question, but you know, it's not priority right now. It's either surviving and finding Mia. During Resident Evil, not priority, finding Rose, whatever, right? But during that two-year span, maybe I would think about it a little bit. Like, I'd just go to the kitchen and just be like, and just see, yeah. like, hmm. how does this work? Interesting. Like, you're right. Um, and, and you know, again, maybe there's, if someone in, in who's watching this, listening to this knows and has your own theory about that, I'm, I am all ears about anybody's theories because this is what I love and I love oh, yeah. hearing everything about it, whether it's right, wrong. Like I, it's I'm just, just fun to I'm, talk about. It is like when Resident Evil five came out and I played it and I still talk about it this day, my favorite part of Resident Evil five isn't even the game. Like the game's good, but they have this whole biography essentially of the resident evil like universe between the beginning in that game and like how it all happened like with the 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 flower they found in africa that that spencer found in africa that started yeah. it all that did all this like i read that whole thing and was just fascinated by the amount of information we got from that so this is i want if you have any other thoughts please let me know um so that's my story at least as far as i can think of for ethan and his aspect of things for yeah. what happened in the game how he is how he is what why he is how he is who Mia is what roses i also think that i i when i beat the game i initially was like oh my god is that rose that better not be rose because if so she's like 16 and i do not want a 16 year freaking time, time skip. skip right <laughs> i was about to be like like i do not want this right now um I, it would just because who the hell knows i mean chris is just an old guy at that point you know <laughs> what i mean like um, yeah, so and then I thought about it. Yeah, go for it. No, I was just going to say just to, uh, just to give context if people are, or if they haven't seen it or just to, to recap, depending on when people are listening to it. So you, you beat the game, Ethan's yep. dead. Chris rides into yep. the, the, the sunset with Mia, um, totally wasn't his, uh, his idea or anything like that. Um, but uh, he's so frustrated in that helicopter, <laughs> like his, he had a couple scenes up in that helicopter. I was like, Mm, okay <laughs> he so may I, I don't want to take it away from can, rose but one one thing i wanted to backtrack um was bsaa yes um 
And just because I only want to bring it up because it comes before that, that end credit yes. scene. Um, so at like before you even land, no, uh, I think it is before you land as Chris, when you switch from playing as Ethan to playing as Chris, um, you see a, a BSAA yeah. uh, helicopter, a helicopter fly in and you see that they're like dropping people down, like trying to like basically trying to fight the, the metamycite or whatever, um, or mega mycite, sorry. Uh, what, you know what it is at this point, the big M yeah, word, uh, the big M. <laughs> Um, so we see, we see them doing that. And Chris is like, Oh, what are they doing? They shouldn't be here. Like all this stuff. And, um, and it, basically they get, they get taken down without, without any trouble from the, the fungus, right? Like it just slaps right. down the helicopter. I assume, right. assume that it just kills the people and, and everyone's on their way. Uh, fast forward to after the game, uh, Chris has, uh, or I, uh, Ethan is beat, uh, Miranda, um, Chris gets away with Rose and, and Mia. They're all in the helicopter. And one of Chris's, um, teammates is like, uh, Hey boss, you want to take a look at this? And they take off the helmet of one of the BSAH soldiers. And you see, it's a, I mean, it, it's a, my, it's, it's a, a BOW. Yeah. It's a BOW. It looks like a zombie. Like it. Absolutely. So, and just so people who we, so just so people realize what happened. So Ethan winds up beating, Mother Miranda, or you wind up beating Mother Miranda, Mother Miranda, um, and Chris wound up prior while this while basically while Ethan is talking to Evelyn in this consciousness, you play as Chris and you're going through just hunting down things, hunting down things until you find the heart of the 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 big M, and you you're you end with Chris. By the way, that whole scene was badass. Like when we got to play as Chris, oh I was gosh. fucking like pumped. Yeah, like tearing. I I mean, I don't know what it was like on standard, but at least on casual, I'm melting things. Yeah, you're just running through things cuz you're gear. I mean, you're Chris yeah. Redfield. You're geared for this shit. Yeah. You know what you're doing, right? And and Chris Redfield was following Mother Miranda the whole time. She that's why he which I called that, by the way, that Mia was not Mia. And yes. it was a clone of Mia. Absolutely called that. Um so to a that degree, happened to a degree it was it was miranda it was it was mother miranda yeah so not a clone she was just a mimic miranda was a mimic <laughs> pretty yes, much miranda was a mimic uh was mimic and mother miranda was also i'm pretty sure the old lady that's why she showed that off that was really uh, that, cool that was cool um so so chris what you you're playing as chris you do all that stuff right and you get the bomb and and, you know, Ethan gets back up, does his stuff, and then you go to save Ethan because you find him. Mia tells you that he's special, and you go find him, and you never get to see his face. But he takes the bomb out of Chris's hand and says, just save my family because Ethan's like, I'm done with this shit. I want to do it. Whatever, right? Blows up. That's how we get to the helicopter scene that you were just discussing. Yep. We see the BOW that that uh, one of Chris's soldiers is talking about. And you can clearly tell by this point, at least, that I'm 90% sure Chris isn't working for anybody but himself. He has, yes. a, he has a team, but he's he's taking shit into his own hands. I, what happened in Resident Evil Six has really pay pay like really played a toll on him and what's going on with him. And I don't think he's I, he's done taking orders from any kind of thing. He's doing him right now, which is a little interesting because in Seven he had this new umbrella logo, this blue yeah. umbrella, right? Right. Um, and we don't see we have no trace of that in in Eight whatsoever. Now. There's been a two-year gap between now and then. Yeah. So I'm assuming I'm gonna I'm gonna just assume something has happened and we will learn about that. I I, I legit think we'll learn sure. more about Chris's past 
uh, in the in either a DLC or a next game. I think that's that's the route we go now is finding more out about that, right? But it's interesting to see that Chris worked for the BSAA for a very long time. Like he was never like head honcho, but he worked for them for a very, very long time. Um, he was up there in ranks, but again, he was never big up there. So at some point in time, something has happened and like in Resident Evil 6, he had some shit happen. So he... He, there's a flashback scene where he was working with people, including this dude named Pierce, and his whole team basically got killed right in front of him, and he couldn't do anything about it. Really fucked him up. He became a drunk, tried to forget it. Pierce winds up finding him because more shit's happening in Resident Evil 6, and they need him back on the team. Like, look, we need you. I never thought I'd find Chris Redfield drunk at a bar, blah, 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 blah. They bring him back. And Chris is like, okay, whatever. Winds up working for him again. And the same fucking thing happens to him. Again, his team dies. And this time, Pierce also winds up getting like his arm chopped off. And he infects himself with, at the time, what is called the C-virus. Becomes super mutated. But he saves Chris in doing so, right? So Chris has just had enough at this yeah. point. Like, he's just, he's lost a lot of people. Which is why, when he lost Ethan, it was kind of a bigger hit for him. Uh, because he fucking, he just loses people. And he's just kind of tired of losing people, yeah. right? Like I would be. Um, so that's why I think he's on his own. And he's clearly not happy because at some point in time after he has left, I'm not sure what happened between six and seven and so on. But if that was a BOW, which it most certainly was because they called it out yeah. um, in the game, they, I'm thinking that those soldiers, quotation marks, were sent there not so much just to neutralize what's happening. If you know anything about bow people who are trying to make sell whatever they don't just throw these things in there to stop what's going on i think they were testing how well the soldiers that they have created can hold up against a threat yeah and i mean clearly it didn't do too well at least not for that guy um so i think that was a test i think that because i we saw what one helicopter yeah that was i I think that's well no i think two because it was two okay it it looked like it was gonna hit the other one so I, I really think that that was more of it. It's kind of like the Raccoon City incident. Like all this shit happened. They released Nemesis and Raccoon City as a test. Yes, to exterminate yeah. the stars members, but it was also as a test um, to see to see what the, what they have created, how far it can go. So I think that's what that was. And I think we'll get a really big, uh, we'll get into that really big, hopefully in the next game and or DLC. Because I really, because Chris already stated something about going to the BSAA. Oh yeah. Like he's he's already headed that way. Like that's yeah. the next goal. Yeah, they uh these BOWs didn't turn out so well. They uh No. They, they've got the the guy with the, the clipboard on the the helicopter like, "All right, let's see how well these guys do." Right. Uh right. and then they just see the helicopter crash they're like, "Uh F, not good." Yes. You know, like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's that's that <laughs> yeah, Fail. Yes, right. Fail. Um so I and so I think that's why Chris is the way that he is. I mean, because if, if you look at him in this game, like he's very jaded. I guess the best word I could use for him. Like, like he's very jaded. He has a very he doesn't come off as a super friendly guy, right? Like, yeah. especially to Ethan. No, um, not at all. And, and I think he was trying to keep Ethan out of it because yes. at the time I don't think he knew Ethan wasn't molded, right? He knew everybody he else was. No. I don't think. I, right. I don't think he knew Ethan wasn't molded. So he's trying to he's trying to save Ethan by trying to tell Ethan to back the hell off. This is like like we get it. We know what why, but you need to back off because this is bigger than what you can think. Yeah. Right. Without knowing that Ethan is actually part of it. So I think that's why he's so jaded. And and again, Chris's past isn't very bright. Like that man has been through probably more shit 
than I know. He's been through more shit than even like Leon. And Leon's been through some shit. Jill's been, but Leon. Chris has been through like his story in the series is just crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just why he is the way he is. I think that's why he's so off. He's just tired. He's just tired of the shit. And that's why he separated from this and that and that. And if he sees something that needs taken care of, he's he's got he's got his team. So now that's my at least interpretation of Chris. Yes. Right. Jump to the end. We see a older Rose, which I again there I don't they didn't give us an age. I'm saying 16. She looks in that age group ish, right? I mean, maybe even younger, maybe 13. I don't know. She's but she I'd, seems yeah, like a I'd young say adult. 13, 14, if I had to take a guess. Okay. Right. If there's so money on the line, my my official bet is is 14. So my first initial reaction was, well, I don't want a 14-year-old or a 14-year skip, right? But if you remember, she's essentially a a better Evelyn, a more cloned, uh, whatever, a more advanced. I mean, she is the quote-unquote, I guess, as Mother Miranda perfect would call it, the perfect vessel, uh, which that could also play into a tie, by the way. Um, uh she ages, if it's anything like Evelyn, 75% faster. So I don't know what 14 years times 0.75 would necessarily be, but I'm going to guess a couple years. I'm going to say we probably have a one or two year jump in time versus a 14 year t- jump in time, yeah. which, which I'm totally comfortable with. Yep. Um, but that also leads me to believe that Rose, I'm going to guess, is still tied to the mold and is still probably a vessel for Eva. Eva, whatever, however you say her daughter's name was. I think Eva is is in there somewhere. I, I think Mother Miranda succeeded to an extent. Hmm. And I think that's going to play a big role. Because, yes, the mega mycites my, my or whatever are, as far as we're aware, blown up, gone. True. Correct? But, but if that was to kill all the mold, Mia wouldn't be around anymore. So that's to say that if there was something out there with a consciousness in it, even though that's not part of it anymore, it's now its own independent aspect of things. I think Miranda succeeded to an extent. And that's why they're keeping a close eye on Rose. Not only because she's a freaking, probably a very powerful B.O.W. in and of herself. Yeah. But if Mother Miranda did succeed, that's going to play into an interesting mess to see, like, Hey, like imagine if your daughter woke up and found out like your mom went through all this work to keep your consciousness and now she's dead. Like, sure. I feel like we're going to get a very big ordeal. And I think that was the whole premise of seven and eight. Just teeing was us to up. Give, was to tee us up to a really big back backstory to a very big Resident Evil event that's going to bring hopefully a lot of people back that we won't get yeah. to see. A lot of people back to the the battlefield. It'll be- I'm allowed to have dreams. Let me have this. Yeah, I mean, it, at this point, I, I feel like they've. I mean, we know at, at least Ethan Winter's story is over. Um, yes. But the the aftermath is now what we have to look forward to, and we know we know Chris is on his way to to BSAA, and he's pissed. Um, who who knows who who else will will see, especially with with. Yeah, with this older rose, it's it's very interesting. Um I I feel I know that you mentioned that um you know she she's basically under watch by Chris and Chris's team or whatever. Um but I wonder if and I think this I brought this to you originally, I kind of got the impression that she's not just like a she's not like a hostage, but I think they're like training her to like be on their team. 
You think she's going to be... Well, okay. Um, yeah, I could see... But maybe that makes Chris a hypocrite then. <laughs> right. That's my thing. Like, I, so maybe I, not. I, I don't like, know. Now, that being said, we we don't know if that's Chris's team looking after her to begin with. That's true. She could have been passed off to a different team because I don't know if Chris's team has enough time to necessarily sit there and babysit, quote unquote. Right. Right. Not to say that it's not, not to say, I'm not saying it's not, but again, all theories, it very well could be a different team that maybe Chris trusts, you know, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's something that some, one of these other people have got in touch with, you know, someone else is better with all this jazz. I don't know. Maybe Leon made his own organization. I don't know. <laughs> everyone um, just has their own team now. Right. Everyone has their own team. Um, but I think, I think she's under watch. I think she's under watch for the BOW aspect. I mean, I wouldn't you want to have that under watch? You don't want just some yeah. quote unquote better at Mega Evelyn just walking about because you see how people get when she gets mad. Yeah. Like that dude was terrified. Yeah. Yep. Um, but to your point, if it was handed off, look, greed is greed and Resident Evil is filled with it. So if someone thinks that they can use her because they know she is super strong, and she is super strong. I am 100% absolute believe she is a very, very strong B.O.W. Sure. Um, strong enough to where even Heisenberg knew that that was the key to beating Miranda. Miranda is clearly a very strong B.O.W. Um, so, I mean, she, about 40 shotgun bullets did her in. But, you know, <laughs> she's, she, she's still a very strong B.O.W., um, I think that's going to be a, I think she's going to be a very key point into the story. And I think all of this is really going to help us progress into that aspect of that. I'm super, I am, I am so excited now to see where they go because it is so open now. Yeah, like it is. It is very open. Yep. Yep. Very much opens up. Uh, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to DLC. I, Cause think of, think about the, the past four years. We've had a, a Resident Evil game every single year. You know? Yes, whether they whether they be a remake of a great game, which I'm okay with. And I, I yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I mean we've had seven, two, three, and now village. Um yep. so who who knows if that means okay, now we're really going to now that we've set up the story, we're gonna take our time. So it, it's gonna be two or three years until you get nine or whatever comes out, and maybe they have some DLC to to tide us over. Um, who knows? I, I really, right. really don't know, but I'm, I'm excited for what the future holds for sure. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm super stoked because now that the winter story is done, I guess, I mean, I, I know they said fathers, but I feel like the winter story more or less other than Rose, I think, yep. uh, I think them for the most part, they're done. Um, and this can go into a lot of different areas. I hope I really, it would be really cool if we got a DLC. That was Chris going to the BSAA. We got a bit more on him. And it's it's in between that time gap between when Rose was a child and her where she's at now. Yeah. Because I feel like that would happen, would have happened between then. I don't think he's gonna wait two years to go visit the BSAA. You know what I mean? Right. He's pretty well, on it. And then at that point, we have not only a a post village Chris story that we want to see with the BSAA, we have a pre-village Chris story that we still want to see as far as yeah. uh this this new umbrella. Uh, him living BSAA, like we still have no idea how that all played out. Um, that Chris could still have been a clone, by the way. We don't know. <laughs> the Chris from Resident Evil 7 very well could still have been a clone from the Mega Maysites. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They, we, it's not confirmed that it's not. Miranda okay. was Chris the whole time. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I mean, think about he, she dropped he dropped the gun that knew it would kill Evelyn. Who else would know better than than Mother Miranda? She I mean, I'm just Who saying. else but Miranda? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm. Overall, I was extremely satisfied with the story, extremely satisfied with the connection we've gotten so far, and I'm super, super excited for what could lie ahead. I mean, Capcom, look, you're doing great things. This has been yeah. a very fun ride. Not only was the game just super fun, by the way, like I know we're going to do our review here separately, but the game was just super fun, well done all across the board. The connections were great. Like, hats off to you. I can't explain to you how excited I am for the next game. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I'm I'd uh yeah, I I'm excited that I made it through this one uh as fast as I did. Um I I wanted to to watch your entire playthrough on stream, but then I was like, no, I'm gonna stop watching, I'm gonna play it on my own. Although watching the the first part of your stream helped me out quite a bit. Um I went through the the castle and the the puppet house like it was nothing. Um so and yeah, and anybody listening, like seriously, if there are some dots I'm not connecting, please let me know. I am all for learning. I am not perfect. I love this series. I I think I'm pretty knowledgeable on it, but I, I easily can miss things. So I always want to know what I can and I want any information I can. So if I have missed something or you have different theories, whether you're in our Discord, you're messaging us through the, the, the YouTube chat, anything, let me know because I would love to hear them yeah 100 percent. you know hopefully we'll we'll get some more story beats i mean i know this is a little uh this is a little ambitious but e3 is only a month away who knows what kind of dlc <laughs> announcements we could get you know oh it, it could be the the rated and i'm gonna wrap this up this will be the last thing i say the rate at capcom uh that they push out dlc is so quick think about monster hunter and how fast that yeah. they're pushing out content for monster hunter rise um who even if it's just the announcement of the dlc i'd be completely okay yeah. like let us know dlc's on the way hey thanks for the 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 great sales numbers for the first month of village being out here's what you have to look forward to in the next year absolutely 100 yeah. percent. please show us a roadmap yeah <laughs> the resident <laughs> evil roadmap i love it any uh any closing remarks uh, on the story before we wrap this one up no, I, I'm pretty sure I pretty much hit everything I wanted to talk about that I can think of that I've been that I've like held in. Yeah. So it was really nice to release yeah. all this thought process. Yep. Um, but no, I am I'm pretty good. And like I said, please anybody out there connect some dots that I might not have, let me know. Easy enough. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to episode 90 on our Resident Evil uh story discussion. Really more Tim's. I was I was just more of the uh I was just enjoying the ride. i it's always exciting to hear Tim's so passionate about Resident Evil. I like getting uh, talking about it. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening at, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple, uh, wherever you're listening. Throw us a follow. Uh, that way you can be updated on our future episodes. We'll have a Resident Evil one shortly after this one, just to give you a little uh, heads up there. Um, but until next time, take it easy, and we'll talk to you soon. Later. Later. Thanks for listening to FamCast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest episodes and follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and our other socials at For All Mankind.